Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Them. So how many will believe with me that God will provide the money from the very beginning to the very end? Every dime that we need, it's going to come in. We don't know how much it is, but we'll know. And, and this first step is a big one. It's, it's writing a check out for a good chunk of money for just an idea, pretty much. It's plans. It's architecture. It's, but it's, it's really the most, one of the most important things because it's what tells us what we're going to do, what things are going to look like. It's, it's from the parking lot to the electric to the HVAC to everything. Our engineers, architects, all that stuff is the first step. Once that ball gets rolling, uh, we, it'll begin to happen fast. And then we'll start seeing what God's going to do. So I just want to let you know that that's where we're at. Uh, and they actually came back with us yesterday and gave us a possibility of their first estimate even being less because of us being in the county. So be praying for that. So the, the company's being very honest with us. They didn't even have to tell us that. How many know that's a good thing when something comes out to be less? So that's a good thing. So let's uh, just be praying for that as a church. Uh, I'm going to put the title up tonight before I read this testimony. I have a few people testify. I'm going to give you some scriptures. I just, thought, I just thought this week, you know, living for God, it works. It works. Amen. Does anybody in here believe that? Does anybody in here know that? Like for a fact. And the longer you've been saved, see, some, unfortunately, some people don't get to get to this point because they quit before they get to this point. But for some of us who've been saved for a while, we know it works. And no one can tell us any different. It works. And that's every aspect, physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, just, just putting your hands in God's hands, doing the right thing all the time. It just works. And like Dwayne said at the prayer, it, his promises don't fail. They're yes and amen. So we're gonna, that's, that's going to be the word tonight, for tonight, living for God. It works. So this first one, I'm not sure if she's here or not, uh, but anyways, I'll, it's from Patricia. Is Patricia here? Okay, there she is, back in the back. She's having me read this because she does not want to stand up here. And so some, I always tell you, if you want me to read it for you, I'll read it for you. You want to do it yourself, you do it yourself. So this is pretty cool. When I was in the process, I'm reading it for, for verbatim. When I was in the process of receiving my faith promise, money at first, it wasn't clear to me that the check I was about to receive was my faith promise money. In fact, I had already decided the way I was going to receive it, working as a realtor, doing new construction, I told myself it would come as a bonus. It would be an incentive from the builders, extra commission, over 3%. She says, wow, I, I had it all figured out, didn't I? LOL. At the beginning of the year, I was showing houses to several clients, and nothing was working out. How I many you know how that is? And during that time, I felt God speaking to me and about focusing my time on him. As a new saved Christian, God was dealing with me on a lot of changes I needed to make. Work was distracting me from all the restitutions that I needed to do. I took some time off of real estate to do work and meditate on his word and what he wanted for me. And once I felt God release me, I got a phone call from my district director saying she needed my help. She had some clients coming into town and she needed me to show three properties. She said she would pay me for each home that I showed or if they decided to purchase any of the three homes, I would get to take them on as my clients and pay her a 25% referral fee. If they didn't find any homes on this trip, she would help them on their next trip. 
All glory to God after one day of showing we found them a perfect home and it closed that week. This was so unconventional in so many ways. My district director had over 500 other agents she could have asked. It's unusual for a buyer to decide on a home only after viewing four homes. It was very apparent that this was a blessing from God. I thought he was blessing for me, me for taking time off work. I couldn't see it at first because of all the financial worries. At the same time, I was helping my brother two months in a row to pay some things of his mortgage due to him being sick. Not to mention this would be the first check of the year, when typically it would have been my third or fourth check. On top of that, we were having a foundation company come out to evaluate our home. I knew all that would be a costly expense. After earnestly praying and seeking his will, he, cleared to, he showed, showed me clearly this money was my faith promise money. He showed me I had to let go of my thoughts and let him guide me. I had to be willing to give it all to him. He gently reminded me, you can't take the money with you when you go. That night, I promised that I would give $5,000 to the church. The next morning during my devotionals before the foundation came, company came out, God gave me a promise in 1 Peter 5.10. God called you to share his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Amen? He knew, even after I had already promised to give the money, I was still worried about the foundation. But he gave me a peace that he will provide and not worry about the cost of the foundation service. Here's my promised money, but most importantly, the lesson of letting him guide me and having faith that he will take care of me. I'm choosing to step out in faith and lean on his promises. I'm so thankful for his goodness and his grace. Amen? And she gave her faith promise. Amen? God is good. Somebody say, God is good. Amen. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11 is, is such a powerful verse about our testimony and, and the blood of Jesus. This is what gets us through. There's two things that really make us overcomers. Number one is the blood of Jesus. It says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. How many know we've got to share our testimony? And they did not love their lives to the death. Father, tonight for a few minutes, anoint these testimonies. Anoint the verses that I'm going to read. Lord, let these things be challenges to us as a church to, to continue not only to share what you have done for us, but also to share our faith with others. Lord, it's a, your will and your desire, as we said on Sunday, to go and preach the gospel with a boldness and a love and a compassion. Father, I pray tonight that each person that gives their testimony would say it with boldness and, Lord, conciseness. And Amen. Amen. Peter's up here in case someone goes over. He's going to grab the microphone back. <laughs> Got to have order. Amen. Praise God. Natalie. Come up here and share your testimony, amen? I've got these things written down. Natalie is a big blessing to us. Just want to brag on her. I've said it before, but maybe they've never put a face to, to who you are. She drives all the way Sundays and Wednesdays from Mansfield. If anybody knows where Mansfield is, it's far. So she drives and she's faithful to the church, amen? Sorry, 
I'm really nervous. I always tell Miss Carla, I'm super nervous. Um, so when I'm coming up here, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So when I come up here, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. So um, at the beginning of this month, um, I saw TikTok and it was talking about fasting. And I already knew that I should have been fasting, but I kept delaying it. It's like I found an excuse like, uh, I don't, what am I doing this for? I don't want to do this. You know, I, I don't keep it. I don't keep up with it. Well, it has said to to say like three things that or that you want to do and then put scriptures to it. And and my three things were um, they were for my own benefit, like my skin care and uh, genuine happiness and stuff like that. And so long story short, um, as I made it through so I, I i told myself i was like okay i'm gonna sacrifice 20 21 days i'm gonna sacrifice food and i'm gonna try to do uh water and electrolytes so like halfway in it i was like okay god uh you said electrolytes so i found out you know like oh it's in the fruit it's in you know so i kind of gave myself a reason why i can eat food well i was like well lord you already knew that i was gonna do this thank you god but then I started feeling kind of bad about it. Like, well, why am I feeling bad? You know, they are electrolytes. So then God revealed to me that um, I wasn't being intentional. I should have been intentional when I first started, so I could have stuck with. So I could have stuck with it from like I wouldn't have felt how I was feeling. And so then I was like, okay, well, you know, well, I'll do it next time. So a couple of days go by, and I'm like, well, dang, I really need to be intentional. So I talked to God Saturday night before this, like this past Saturday, and I was like, okay, God, tomorrow I'm serious. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know how to do this, but this is me being intentional, and I told him what I wanted to do to finish, out, finish it out. And I said, no smoothies, no electrolytes, like my spinach and stuff like that, like a salad. And um, I was like, strictly, you know, water and like the electrolyte drinks. So Sunday we came to church, and when he, when the uh, pastor spoke about the Holy Spirit, uh, it made me think about like the Holy Spirit in us because it had to start on Sunday. I literally told God this. I'm like, okay, I told you this, God. I don't want to disappoint you. Like this is serious. So. Then he revealed to me, you know, we about decision making. That was the second thing. It was first intentional, then he was like decision making. And I'm like, okay, well what that what do they have to do with anything? Well, he was like, Well, you have to make a decision about what what you wanna do. You have to be intentional with what you wanna do. And so I was like, Okay. Well, I went to the dermatologist. This was about my skin. And when I went I had a flare in my face and so I'm like, Man, I'm up here. He talked about some things that I could get, and I'm like, no, nah, I really don't want to do that. After I left, though, well, two days ago, uh, I called them back, and I was telling them, I don't want to do it. I want something else. They were supposed to get back to me. So what I learned, though, through this all is I pray more to God, and I ask him, can you, can you tell me what I need to do? Can you show me what I need to do in this? And he, he was 
working on me to become a better me, not the thing, not the three things that I asked him for, but to become a better me, and I've been genuinely happy. I was going to go to the dermatologist tomorrow because I'm like, they still haven't gotten back to me. So tomorrow, if they haven't gotten back to me, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be like, hey, I've been calling. Well, no, they called me today. And I was like, well, Lord, look at that. <laughs> because he, he, it was the decision to put God in it. Put God in it so that you don't do what you shouldn't do. So, yeah. Amen. How many know we're in a process? How many are in a process tonight? I like to listen to things like that because it's showing how on a daily basis we're working. We're trying to figure this out. We don't have it all figured out yet. Amen. But we're learning how to pray. We're learning how to fast. We're learning how to vi listen to the Lord. And as you listen to that and listen to what um, uh, Patricia said and, and you listen to testimonies, when a testimony is forming, God is always doing something in us. That's the biggest part of a testimony is he's working in us while he's working on the testimony. I always like to say he kills a lot of birds with one stone. Amen? Amen. Brenda, you ready? Well, I think um, a lot of times I'll step out in boldness and do things, and I don't know why I'm doing them, or you know. But God has really helped me in the last year to step out into an arena that I'm not real comfortable in, and I'm doing it for you and your children and your grandchildren. And um, it's real scary right now because of the things that are happening, even in our state of Texas. I'm a fifth-generation Texan, and I've never seen Texas. Um, as bad as it is right now. And so I felt like I needed to stand in the, on my goal board that we did at the beginning of the year. Texas is really big on there. And every time I go in my closet, I see Texas, Texas. So God is really using me in Texas. And I went to Austin Capitol um, a couple weeks ago, and we stood against the transgender mutilization of minors. And these children are getting mutilated, and they're, they're saying at five years old, I want, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, and the parents are listening to them and taking them to get chopped. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I didn't even know who I was or what I liked or whatever until I was in my 20s and late 20s. And so what was really cool about it is I was in a room at the state capitol with probably five or 600 transgenders. And it was so evil and so demonic. And, um, but I, I knew, I had just seen a movie before that called Nefarious at the theaters, and it was really eye-opening to what demons are and what the demons look like. And so while I was there, I wasn't afraid because I was like, that's a demon. That's not that person. And it helped me to see it for what it was. And there were people sitting across from me, like probably from where Christina and I are, and these evil looks they were giving me, like they were going to kill me. And I was like, that's just a demon seeing Jesus. You know, and it was so I could see it for what it was, but it was a little disheartening to see that many there in one spot. I'm like, where do we live? What's going on with our world? But then I'm like, it's Austin, what can I say? <laughs> you know? But um, so anyway, so it was really neat because there were hundreds and hundreds of us there praying, Christians there, standing up, talking to the representatives, messaging the representatives, and the bill passed to protect the children from transgender mutilization. It was awesome. 
It was, it was really good to see what God was doing here in Texas, and it gives me hope. And then there's also um, books in the schools that they had a bill that they passed to get the dirty books out of the school libraries. And so that was another blessing. So we keep fighting and praying, and we're, I'm on your side. If y'all ever want me to talk to a representative for you or whatever, I'm, I'm bold, and God's using me, so I appreciate you guys. Amen. How many recognize that, that this entire thing, not just that, but everything we're facing is a satanic onslaught? It's, the Bible calls it principalities and powers. It's darkness. We have to overcome it with light. Amen? There's a verse in Luke chapter 8. As a matter of fact, a man was coming out of being demon-possessed with a legion of demons. And that's 2,000 demons. And Jesus met him. And uh, do we have it? No worky? Okay. I'll read it to you. That's why you need your Bible. Who's got your Bible? Luke chapter 8. Verse 39, this is, this is why, because these things happen. You've got to have your Bible, amen? It says, so he, so he sets this man free, casts the demons out of him. And, and I just want to say this on, on the same, uh, same point before I read this. Remember that we cannot base what we see on the TV or social media as truth. There, there's always something good happening when there's something bad happening. They just don't show the good. And so we have to understand that God is moving and God has people like Brenda, like you, like us in different areas, different arenas, doing different things to fight the devil, to fight the demons, to come against darkness, to be light. And, and uh, understand that those, those spirits, uh, there are, I guarantee you, there are many, many thousands, hundreds of thousands, I guarantee you, people that have uh, been in that kind of lifestyle from transgender to whatever, and they have changed, and they've given their life to Christ, and they're putting their lives back together. But those things don't get put on the news because that, that doesn't sell. So always know that when we see darkness happening, light is happening at the same time. But we have to be the light. So Jesus heals this man, sets him free, and this is a part about the testimony we have. He says, go back to your own house, verse 39, and tell what great things God has done for you. That's what Jerry said in the beginning. Go to, go, to, go to that house, not just your house, but the house you're visiting, the house you're working at, your, your family member's house, and tell what great things God has done for you. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what causes a real revival is when we as believers are telling what God has done for us. And it says, he went then, and he went in his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city, the whole city, what great things Jesus had done for him. Amen? How many has God done something for you tonight? Let me see your hand. I mean, he's done something powerful, mighty. We got to just, all we got to do is tell people. Every opportunity, if they tell us to shut up, I don't want to hear it, then fine. But speak until they tell you to be quiet. Say, I want to tell you something, what Jesus has done in my life. Amen? How many are enjoying the testimonies? How many, are, how many know God's working a testimony for you right now? Sometimes they're not immediate. They take time. Amen? Keisha and Tyler? okay. He's shy. I'm going to read off my phone so that Peter doesn't have to chase me. Um, okay. So 
I've already been up here once years ago to testify about our son's healing from Tourette's, but today I'm going to testify about our daughter, um, our daughter's healing. When Thea was eight weeks old, we found out that she had basically been slowly dying the entire time she had been born, and we and the doctors didn't know what was the cause of it. She was finally hospitalized at that point after seeing five doctors who couldn't give us any answers, and at this time, I was already attending BWO. And I asked a friend to send the message for the whole church to please pray for answers and healing. I was a new convert at the time, and we were a small church, but we were still mighty, and God worked miracles and sent a specialist all the way from Dallas just to treat Thea. Although he did misdiagnose her at the time, the diagnosis and treatment he did give still saved her life, and she was thriving again after only five days, literally from death to life. Fast forward to age three, and the same things are happening again. She stops growing. She was severely anxious all the time because her serotonin was completely depleted. She wouldn't eat. She would vomit and, and have diarrhea. And that same doctor help, that helped her as an infant recommended seeing a different specialist. So doctor after doctor, medication after medication, and nothing was working. I fell to my knees again in prayer and asked for prayer again at the church. <clears throat> and we prayed and prayed. And this went on for almost a year and a half with a diagnosis, but no real answers. And treatment after treatment and her getting prodded over and over again, visit after visit to Cook's Children's, until one day God moved and my prayers were answered. Um, <clears throat> our son Tristan went to his first youth camp with VWO two years ago, and on testimony night, he broke down in... He broke down in tears, and he declared right then and there into the mic that his sister would be healed in Jesus' name. So sorry. <laughs> um, almost right after that, the Lord put it on my stepmother's heart to reach out and recommend a Christian naturopathic doctor down in Houston. Thea was almost five years old at this point, and we made the drive, and we went to Houston and asked the church to pray for answers and healing once again. That doctor not only prayed with me and our baby, <laughs> she gave Thea a natural treatment with no, um, <laughs> she gave Thea a natural treatment that once again saved her life and she spoke Jesus over our baby while back home our church pleaded the blood of Jesus over her. <laughs> It's been two years since she has had a single flare-up. Through all of this, I've had tremendous support from several of my sisters in Christ and my church family, which was a blessing by itself. I believe today God is complete, completing a total healing in her. She's even slipped up with her regimen a few times on accident, a few times on purpose, <laughs> and nothing has happened at all and before she would have been hospitalized. This incurable disease is nothing compared to God. She has gained 12 pounds, all of her bald spots of hair patches have grown back, and she has grown five inches, and that may seem like nothing, but it's everything to us. <laughs> even, <clears throat> even after watching our baby almost die, I will never lose faith in what God is doing in us and in her. We thank him every day. Two months after God put that miracle in our lives, he gave us another miracle by the way of my husband's salvation, and now we fight our battles together with the Lord. 
There is a lot more to our story and our belief in our in, in, in blessings and miracles, and I could go on and on for hours. I won't do that. With all of the things God has done for our family, whether it be spiritual healing, healing, financial, or circumstantial, but it's because of all of this that I know that with all things God are po- God with all with God all things are possible, but also that everything happens for a reason. Thank you to our church family for continuously praying with us over the years. This would have all been much harder without you. Thea truly is a miracle, and your prayers are a huge part of her testimony. Amen. Praise God. Living for God, it works. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 12 says, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. That's what we're doing right now. We're, we're testifying with each other. Amen. Musicians, you can begin to come as one, one, one more testimony tonight. How many want one more? Aren't these good testimonies? Amen. We got to brag on God. Tell the person next to you, living for God works. Amen. It works. It works. It works. It works. And if it hasn't worked for you yet, you haven't been in it long enough. Because if you notice, these testimonies are saying that not every, well, hardly ever, I should say, is a testimony overnight. Because part of the word testimony is, and how many know tests are never fast? Right? Even in school. Tests take time. And so there's no testimony without a test. And sometimes those tests are harder than others. Sometimes those tests are stronger than we wanted them to be. But when, when the testimony happens... It makes it all worthwhile. Amen. So I'm going to ask, um, I'm going to read one more verse at the end, but I'm going to ask um, Christian and Lisa to come up tonight and share their testimony. Amen. He's serving. They're serving. They're both serving in the church. Amen. Good evening, everyone. So first off, we want to praise God and thank him for all the blessings that he's given us lately. Uh, if some of you don't know, our son recently passed away the 2nd of April. You know, our life's been a little gray and dim, but thankfully, through the power of prayer, we have been getting blessed left and right. Uh, before, you know, we were living a destructive lifestyle drinking alcohol, doing drugs. Our relationship wasn't doing so well. We were always arguing. You know, we, we just weren't in the right place. You know, we were just searching for things that had no meaning to us. And now that, you know, we've been fully devoted to church, we constantly pray, come to church. We've been praying to God for everything, and he has not missed one thing everything that we have prayed for he has provided to us he has given us and we just want to praise God and thank him for everything that he continues to do and I just want to tell everyone don't fall short in the blessings that God can give you you know you ask you pray and he'll give it to you you know and it's just amazing of all the changes that we've had you know, it, it sucks to say that, you know, it took our son's passing to really get this deeply devoted into church. But we know that God works in mysterious ways. 
but it's a it's a bigger blessing to know that he's in heaven right now. And like we've said it multiple times before, you know, our mission is to make it to heaven, all of us to make it to heaven. So, you know, we're just going to keep continuing being faithful to the church and continue to keep on praying and show our devotion. Amen. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, I'm, I haven't worked in two months. I've been praying and praying for this job that I want that I wanted to get in Valley View. I got the interview yesterday just when I thought all hope was lost and sure enough got the job. So <laughs> praise God. No yeah. No more traveling. So I've been asking for that. That was like an impossible task. You know, I've been on the road for twelve years, so you would always see me in and out of church. You'd see me every two months. And we would always live the life of debt, living paycheck to paycheck. And it's crazy now that I haven't worked for two months and we've been having steady finances, <laughs> no overdrafting, you know, it's amazing. We're getting married, getting baptized. So praise God, you know, so, yeah. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Let's stand tonight, if you would, all across this place. You know that part of part of testimonies too, and 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 the title of "Living for God It Works" is decisions. Decisions. Every day you got to make the right decisions. Uh, one of the reasons he's able to testify that he got that job is he had to make a really tough decision to leave his job of a very good pay and being very far away because he said, I can't keep not being around my kids. And so that was his thing. He's like, I just, I'm just going to find something here locally. And look what God does when you make that kind of decision. He's going to work for the same company 20 miles up the road. That's a miracle. But just remember right now, for those that don't have a testimony tonight, you will. You have a Because right now you're in a battle, and that battle is going to turn into a testimony, powerful testimony, wherever you are. Amen? And just remember, as you're going through the test, just, just tell yourself, tell the devil, and thank God that you're building a test. This is for your glory, Lord. This is going to be part of my testimony right here. Right? Just keep, just, just keep saying that. It's going to make the test easier. I want to end with one more verse. I know we don't have the screen. It's okay, but listen to it, and then we're going to pray. It says in Psalm 71, My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day. I do not know their limits. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness of yours only. Oh God, you have taught me from my youth. You know, when you're in that test and you're going through a really difficult time, there's nothing that pleases God more than faith speaking while you're in the test. Just think about that, right? Right when you should be negative, right when you should be sad, right when you should be upset, you're saying, Lord, I'm going to speak of your righteousness, yours only, Lord. Amen. You've taught me from my youth. You've shown me over and over again you cannot fail. And he says, to this day, I declare your wondrous works. Part of this is a testimony, and part of this is a statement that you want to be able to say at the end of your days. I can say this sort of, now also when I'm old and gray-headed. Thankfully, it hasn't got up here yet. 
Oh God, don't forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. Father, we thank you tonight for your faithfulness. You're a great God, a wonderful God, an amazing God. Lord, you can do things that we can't even fathom tonight. And we ask you just to begin to to minister to us as we minister to you at the end of this service tonight. We thank you for these powerful testimonies. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to ask all over this place, as heads are bowed, if you're here tonight, how many could say, you know what, If if I met Jesus tonight, I wouldn't know him as my Savior. If I passed into eternity tonight, I don't know where I'd go. You don't have to know that. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to be uh, in the dark. You can be saved tonight. Your name can be written in the Lamb's book of life, and all you got to do is believe. Put your faith in Jesus. Sunday we had many, many people come forward and confess and proclaim with a public confession that they believe in Jesus Christ. Tonight, if you've never done that, tonight you can do that. How many all over this place would say, Pastor, would you pray with me tonight? Because I don't want to leave this place unsaved. I don't want to leave this place not knowing where I'll spend eternity. If that's you, just lift up your hand all over this place and say, that's me. Pray with me right now. All over this place. I know there's people watching online. Tonight, if there's no hands raised in here, there's people watching online that need Jesus, that, that don't know the Lord, that don't know where they spend eternity. And we're going to pray a prayer for those watching online, and we're going to give them a chance tonight. Just on Sunday morning, I was, I was re- reaching out to these men and women that were at the altar call, and I mentioned the message, Jesus plus nothing, that I preached quite a few, uh, maybe a few years ago, and or a couple years ago, and uh, Sydney came up to me after the service, and she said, that's the message you preached when I got saved online. So tonight, I, I believe someone could be watching this online that doesn't know the Lord. Amen? So we're going to open up these altars in just a moment, and we're going to say a prayer. Tonight, if you are building a testimony... Come to this altar and say, Lord, I'm not going to look at my circumstances. I'm not going to look at how I feel. I'm not going to look at what I see. But I'm going to understand by faith that you're building a testimony in my life right now. Amen. If you gave that testimony, say, Lord, thank you for what you did. And I know you're going to do some more. Amen. In just a moment, we're going to sing that song, How Good God Has Been to Us. And we're just going to thank him tonight. But if there's needs in this place, if there's physical needs, if there's financial needs, if there's mental needs, I'm going to begin to just ask you to come down to this altar. Just find your way to the front and just find a place to pray. And we're just going to open up this altar and and pray for a few minutes. And we're just going to declare the power of God over every situation. Nobody has to leave the same way they came in tonight. They can leave transformed. In just a moment, we're going to sing. But I want to pray. And as you're coming, I want you to say this prayer with me with those that are watching online and just just say it from your heart lord jesus i have a sin problem and i fall short of the glory of god tonight if i passed into eternity i would stand before you as a judge but jesus tonight i believe that you died on the cross for my sins you paid my price my substitution for my sins on the cross. And I believe you died on that cross and shed your blood to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean tonight. Cleanse me from unrighteousness. And I also confess and believe that you rose from the dead 
to give me eternal life. Jesus, come into my life. I want to be born again. Make me a new creation. In Jesus' name, write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise tonight for those that said that on the podcast or said that online tonight. Hallelujah. We bless you. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.